0: Gospel of John for our reading this morning, the first chapter of the Gospel of John, and we will begin with the first verse. It said, in the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God, and God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. God sent man, sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of His testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. The one who is the true light, who gives life or gives light to everyone, was coming unto the world. He came into the world He created, but the world didn't recognize Him. He came to His own people, and even they rejected Him. But all who believe Him and accepted Him He gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or pain, but a birth that comes from God. So the Word became human and made His home among us and was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen His glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son, John testified about him when he shouted to the crowds, This is the one I have talked about when I said, Someone is coming after me who is greater than I am, for he existed long before me. For from his abundance we have received one glorious blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses but god's unfailing love and faithfulness came through jesus christ no one has ever seen god but the unique one who is god who is himself god is near to the father's heart he has re- revealed god to us let us stand dear heavenly father we thank you so much for this beautiful day that you have given to us And God, as we join together, one heart at one table, worshiping the one and true Lord, as people across this community of Rock Hill, the state of South Carolina, and the United States, as we join together, worshiping and praising you, the one that rose from the grave, the one that defeated death, and that is our ransom for our sin, we call out to you and we praise to you together, And we ask that you would receive our songs and our words as a sweet incense unto you. As we glorify you today in everything that we do and everything that we say. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us praise God with songs.
1: In awe and wonder, the King of glory, the King above all kings. This is amazing grace. This is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. That you would take my place. That you would bear my cross. free Oh Jesus I sing for all that you've done for me Alright now who brings our chaos let's worship and praise together Who brings our chaos back into water Who makes the orphan a son and daughter the king of glory Of glory, who rules the nation with truth and justice, shines like the sun in all of its brilliance. The king of glory, the king above all kings. Yeah, this is amazing grace, this is unfailing love that you would take my place. That you would bear my cross, you laid down your life, and I would be set free. Oh, Jesus, I sing for all that you've done for me. Right, let sing, "Worthy is the Lamb who's slain." Let's lift our voices up and praise Him this morning. The Lamb who was slain worthy is the king who conquered the grave worthy is the Lamb was slain worthy is the king who conquered the gray. worthy is the Lamb was slain worthy is the king who conquered the grave worthy is the Lamb Worthy, worthy, worthy Oh, this is amazing grace This is unfailing love That you would take my place That you would bear my cross You laid down your life That I would be set free I sing for all that you've done for me Amen We're going to sing and give glory and testify for all that he does for this wonderful day he has arisen on this glorious day so let's sing this song let's worship together Living, He loved me. Dying, He saved me. Buried, He carried my sins far away. Rising, He justified freely forever. One day, He's coming. Oh, glorious day. Oh, glorious day. they led him one day they led him up calvary's mountain one day they nailed him to die on a tree suffering anguish despised and rejected bearing our sins my redeemer is hands that heal nations Stretched out on a tree he and took the and nails from me. Living, he loved me. Dying, he saved me. Buried, he carried my sins far away. Rising, he justified freely forever. One day, he's coming, oh glorious day glorious day Go. One day the grave could conceal him no longer One day the stone rolled away from the door Then he arose over death he had conquered Now is ascended my Lord evermore death could not hold him the grave could not keep him from rising again living he loved me dying he saved me buried he carried my sins far away rising he justified freely forever day he's coming oh glorious day oh glorious day glorious day one day the trumpet will sound for his coming one day the skies with his glories will shine Wonderful day, my beloved one is bringing. My Savior Jesus is mine. Living, he loves me. Dying, he saves me. Buried, he carried my sins far away. Rising, he justified freely forever. One day he's coming, oh glorious day, glorious day. With the spirit of worship this morning to give glory and praise for what He has done today. For He has arisen; He is the grave has been moved, and He is we are here with us forevermore. So let's sing: Worthy is the Lamb. For holy, holy is the Lord. Sing, Worthy is. The
0: Worthy
1: is the Lamb who was slain, holy, holy is He. Sing a new song to Him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. Sing that again, Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb, Lamb who was slain <laughs> Holy, holy is He Sing a new song To Him who sits on Heaven's mercy seat Let's cry holy Holy Lightning rolls of thunder, blessing and honor, strength and glory and power, being to you the only wise King. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is. with wonder, awestruck wonder, at the mention of your name. Jesus, your name is power, breath and life. Praise to the King of kings, you are my everything, and I will adore you. Amen, worthy is the Lamb, and we are here this very day to give worship and to adore Him this morning, for forever He is glorified, and we will sing hallelujah this morning. So let's sing worship with us as Courtney Lee's song.
2: The moon and stars they wept The morning sun was dead The Savior of the world was fallen Body on the cross His blood poured out
1: began to shake. The stone was rolled away. His perfect love could not be overcome. Now death, where is your sting? Our resurrected King has rendered you overcome
0: Amen. Amen. We sing hallelujah. The Lamb has overcome. I'm surprised that we don't have people running and shouting the, the, the aisles with that song. It is true today, isn't it? Uh, you know, He is risen. And today we celebrate that today. Wow, what a day it is. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, dear Lord, for being here with us. God, as your spirit, Lord, as he is moving in our midst, we thank you and we praise you. We do. We say hallelujah because you are risen. The lamb has overcome. You are victorious over the grave and over death. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you. Oh, Jesus, we thank you again in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Didn't they do a wonderful job this morning? Amen. Amen. God is powerful and we do you know we do praise and worship a risen king. And today I am going to we're going to go to a different passage of scripture than what you would normally find or that you would normally listen to or hear on this Easter Sunday. not going to be talking about the resurrection of Jesus, although or we will talk about the resurrection of Jesus, but I'm not going to read that passage of Scripture. And after the year and the time that we have had, why not do something just a little bit different, right? Uh, you know, I, I think back a year ago, at this time, we had our first service back at church. Y'all remember that? Easter Sunday last year, we were able to come back to the church, and we had service out in the parking lot. Uh, Billy let us borrow his trailer, and we had the trailer set up out there, and we had the The songs, and that we were all excited about that day, and how that day kind of represented this time that we were going to be able to come back into the church and be able to worship and praise God like nothing had ever happened, right? But that didn't happen. We still stayed, and we had. Uh, you know Sundays after that that we still weren't able to come back into the church and then whenever we were actually able to come back into the church we are like we are now we still have some of the pews that are kind of marked off and we kind of look through or deal with the social distancing and all of those things that just simply messed up 2020 right I know that y- all of y'all have seen those commercials that last year gave us a lot of lemons, so they've made lemonade out of those lemons. Y'all have seen those commercials? Now, it's not really good. It's, it's lemonade, but it's, yeah, it's not the lemonade that we would drink that they're making with those lemons. But it's, it's been a dark and it's been a difficult time. But for us here at Rock Hill First Church of the Nazarene, our difficult time actually started, what, back in August? August, we had the water break, and we had the flood, and we were out of the church for somewhere around nine months. We got to come back into the church, and in about three or four weeks after we made it back into the church, the pandemic hit and sent us back out again. I remember those first services. Uh, You know, There was times that we were recording services or streaming services on iPhones. Y'all remember having those little stands set up? We had five different iPhones throughout the church to stream the services. But before we graduated to the iPhones, it was just me and Susan and Kelly and John Zimmerman and just a couple of other people on Thursdays would record the message so that we could broadcast it for you on Sunday mornings. Difficult times. Uh, You know, we have gone and we have seen where not only has churches shut down and businesses shut down, but the school systems and the schools have shut down. Uh, You know, people are still trying to deal with this virtual learning and some handle it and some don't handle it. We still have businesses that have not opened because of the pandemic. There are really churches that have not reopened since the beginning of the pandemic. really kind of stressful year right and if that wasn't bad enough that we had the pandemic later on in 2020 we had racial uprising Uh, and we had riots and we had uh, you know hatred coming out and we had people thinking that you know protecting their homes with guns and uh, you know it just it was like chaos right y'all remember those times Uh, You know, and I don't know about you, but it has changed my life and the way that I even orchestrate and I do things today. I remember Christmas. I was really depressed during Christmas because I couldn't go shopping. Now, the stores were open, but who wants to go shopping when you have to wear a mask and you have to stay six feet away from everybody? It was just, it was different, how many of you went and sat on Santa Claus's lap this year? Well, I was going to say if you did, then you didn't you know, observe the six foot distancing. We laugh about it, but not only did we have the pandemic and we had the racial uprising, we've had jobs shut down. We've had people that haven't had you know, that hadn't been able to work. You know, and and then we had all of this that's gone on with the. Uh, New election or the election that we've had. Uh, You know, this year, last year, has been a year that we really would not want to reduplicate, or or not reduplicate, but we wouldn't want to duplicate that year, would we? But we find today that the world is really kind of still the same. Yes, things are open. Yes, we're being able to do more. But 90% of the restaurants that you go into, they're going to require that you wear a mask until you get to your table. I thought that was interesting. I went to one of my friends took me out for uh, my birthday last night. And, uh, you know, I forgot my mask. So the lady at the desk, she gave me a mask. So I put the mask on. And she took me to the very first table that was there. I walked every bit of five feet and then took that mask back off. Didn't understand that one. But but it's changed. Uh, you know, our livelihood in this world has changed. And there's a lot of things that's not gonna come back. There's a lot of things that's gonna stay the same. I don't think that we have fully realized. I know that we haven't had the full ramification as far as the destruction that the pandemic and the closing down and the social distancing has created and is still creating. Just think about it. Suicide has increased double digits since the pandemic. People were not made to be alone. We were made for relationships. We were made to have a relationship with God Almighty. We were made to have relationships with people here on this earth that are close to us. And whenever you take those away, some people can't handle it. I don't think the generation that we're looking at now that has been, that's had to go through this virtual learning, I don't think we understand the heartache and the struggles that that's going to create in our economy and in our world and stuff in the years to come. There are some kids that have been left behind because of the virtual learning. There's some that will never catch up. And this is something that we're going to be dealing with for the years to come. So today, hopefully... By the end of this service, there's going to be light shining within our lives. Because whenever we think about this, we are people of darkness. And we are people that live in an evil and a dark world. But then in John chapter 20, verse 19, we find these words. It says, that Sunday evening... The disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. As he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and his side. They were filled with joy. when they saw the lord again he said peace be with you as the father has sent you i am or sent me i am sending you then he breathed on them and said receive the holy spirit so why were the disciples Behind locked doors. After all, if we look back into the passage of Scripture, Jesus told, so in Matthew, the angel told the women that Jesus was going ahead of them to Galilee. And they were to give the message to the disciples to meet Jesus in Galilee. And then they leave, and then Jesus stops them. They fall at His feet, and they worship Him. They kneel at His feet, and they worship Him. And then He gives them the message to go and tell the disciples to meet me in Galilee. The other Gospels, they say the same thing. The message is is that your Savior, Jesus Christ, is risen from the grave and then go to Galilee and He will meet you there. Why did they not go to Galilee? Now for those of you that's visual, as I walk towards these bushes over here, this is Galilee. Just for reference for you. So here we are. Jesus has given them this information. Not only have they given him, that the ladies have given them this information. You remember John and Peter go to the tomb where Jesus was? Right? And John walks in and he looks around and sees that it's empty. And he says, I believe. And then left. Why are they still... In Jerusalem why have they not left to go to Galilee where Jesus said that he would meet them one reason could be because they knew that the Pharisees and the Sadducees would be searching for him because after all they had been followers of Jesus Christ and they had professed that he was the Messiah So, why would they not think that they would try to kill them? Right? They'd profess this. They were his followers for three years. They were right there every time that Jesus had words and discussions and teachings with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They knew him. not only that but we know through history that the roman empire and the roman government was a jealous roman or a jealous ruler and that they don't they didn't want anyone to ever be able to say that they were king or if there was anything that looked like a possible uprising they would go and take care of it So not only were the disciples worried about the religious leaders, they were also also worried about the Roman government. They lived in a difficult time. But what about this? What about the fact that they had just followed a man for three years, professed that he was the Messiah, and he died? The Messiah doesn't die. The Messiah is supposed to live forever and reign on this earth forever, right? But Jesus Christ was dead. They they saw it with their own eyes. They heard him say those words, it is finished, and breathed his last. They knew that he was buried in the tomb. So why should I go? Why should I do anything? He's dead. All the other false prophets, whenever their leader died, they went after the followers. And if they didn't get to them and kill them first, they scattered them all over the place. And they had to live as refuge. And they had to live in secrecy because they were part of an uprising. with those three things just those three things lying in your heart and in your life would you not be just like the disciples were hiding behind locked doors see I know you're not honest with yourself unless you said yes because we do it today We are hiding today. I want you to think about this because today is Easter Sunday. Today is the Sunday that we praise and that we worship our Lord and Savior from being raised from the grave. After dying on the cross for us to save us from our sins. There's more people watching this message online than are in the church because they're afraid of what's going to happen to them. Or they're afraid of the voice that they're going to have to speak if someone says something to them. Now I might need to explain that one a little bit. There's a lot of people that are Christians behind locked doors... Because they don't want other people to know that they're Christian. Because they don't live that life out in the world. Some people would say they wouldn't, they're not even real Christians. See, we're afraid of things in this world. We're afraid of what people are going to say about us. We are full of fear because of the evil that's in this world. The disciples found themselves behind locked doors. And then all of a sudden, Jesus Christ shows up. Now, they didn't go to Galilee. They stayed here in Jerusalem. Jesus said, I will meet you in Galilee. But Jesus knew where they were. He knew that they were in locked room. But more importantly, Jesus knew the fear that had them gripped to where they couldn't make it to Galilee. Because they were afraid if they went outside of these walls, who would see them and what they would think or who they would think they were. Remember, Peter denied Jesus or denied that he knew Jesus three times. Before the morning came, the disciples knew that if they went out into the streets, that someone would look at them and say, Oh, you're the follower of Jesus Christ from Nazareth, right? And they were afraid as far as what that would entail. Oh, but what about this? Because in John chapter 16, Jesus tells his disciples that they're going to follow after him. Remember? He tells them that he is going to have to suffer and die at the hands of the religious leaders. And he says, and then he tells them that I'm going to be going away. And you can't go where I'm going right now. But later on, you will. Huh. I wonder if they finally figured it out that whenever Jesus died on the cross and he said that one day you're going to follow me, that they were going to die at the cross, that they were going to die at the hands of the religious leaders. Would you not be afraid to come out of that room? Jesus shows up. Man, whenever we see this, that Jesus showed up before they got to Galilee, we, we see that Jesus shows up right where he needed them or right where they needed him to show up. Jesus didn't wait until they got to Galilee and they couldn't make it there. How many of you are so afraid of what the world is going to say that you cannot truly profess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Because you're scared of what someone else is going to ask you or require of you. It might be that you are afraid to actually become a true Christian and follow Jesus Christ and all that He has and all that He does for you because you're afraid of what He is going to call you to do. He told the disciples that they were going to follow him in death. Every one of the disciples died a martyrdom's life except for John. Every one of them followed Jesus Christ all the way to death. Peter died on the cross. Upside down. Because he said he wasn't worthy to die the way that his Messiah died. But Jesus showed up right there. Right in the midst. (laughs) Right in the middle of their darkness. Right in the middle of their fear. The light of the world shows up. You get it? In John chapter 1. He says that the Word was with God, the Word was God, and the Word existed with God, and that the Word was life, and gave life to everything on this earth, and that life is the light of the world, and the darkness cannot extinguish it. The disciples were standing in a room that was lit by candles but their lives was surrounded by nothing but darkness what about us we're standing in a world today that's come through a pandemic that we have seen hundreds of thousands of people die because of this disease there's been death that's happened from it in this church there's been lives in my family Lost because of this disease. Death is all around us. Evil is in our midst. But Jesus Christ meets us right where we are. The light of the world enters into our presence. And the darkness cannot extinguish it. So what is that? So the first thing that we have to understand is that the Jesus that entered into that locked room was not the same Jesus that had been walking with the disciples for those three years. Because He had died on the cross and He went down into hell and He snatched the keys away from Satan and He was victorious over life and death. That there was no longer death within Him, but He is life unto the world. That's what showed up in that room. That's what shows up in our lives in the midst of our darkness. The disciples were hopeless because their Messiah had died. But now light and hope entered into the room. And not only light and hope enter into the room, but joy filled their hearts. Because their Messiah had defeated Satan and had won that battle. Grave no longer had its sting. Because the light of the world was standing right there in their midst. Now what about this? Jesus asked them to go to Galilee. If the disciples would have made it to Galilee, they would have had to have gotten rid of their fear. They would have had to have done something to be able to walk those roads all the way to Galilee. That would be like you and I saying, God, I'll come to you. As soon as I'm old enough and and I'm through sowing my wild oats, right? How many of y'all have ever done that? Jesus, I know who you are, but there's things that I want to do. So let me do those things, and and then then I'll I'll be ready to come to you. It it could be that you, you you have a sin or you have a problem that you constantly battle. And you deal with, and you're, you're like you're like wait a minute, you know God, let me get rid of that, and 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 then I'll I'll meet you over in in Galilee. You know God, I you know I've done some really bad things. Let me clean those things up, and and I'll meet you over here in in Galilee. You see this? The disciples would have never made it. From Jerusalem to Galilee, if Jesus didn't show up behind locked doors. <laughs> Amen. I, this is my third service to preach, and y'all are like, y'all dead. I, you know, this is, you know, come on. I, you know, he showed up in their lives to do something that they could not do there was absolutely no way for them to get out of the darkness to be able to make it to Galilee because there's absolutely nothing we can do to clean ourselves up and to be able to make it to where God wants us to be. The only way that we can do that is if we allow the light of the world to show up in our lives and then clean us. Not us cleaning us and not us doing the work to be able to get to Galilee. He does it. And He does it right where you are. He does it right there standing behind closed doors. Because see, there's some of us here today, there's some of us watching on Facebook right now that really do not, we're, we're standing in the midst of darkness because we haven't truly allowed Jesus Christ to be Lord of our lives. See, I started talking about it and mentioning it to you. You know, this church on Easter Sunday should be packed regardless of a pandemic or not. The first Sunday that we had the pandemic, we had over 90 people sitting in their cars out in the parking lot. Today, we've got 50 or 60 people here. And we're like, woo, thank God for these. What about, where's the 30 or 40 people? The only thing that should keep us away from church is if we're dying. Especially on Easter Sunday. If it wasn't for the resurrection Sunday, Jesus Christ's life would have been useless. It'd be just like Muhammad or Buddha that's still in the tomb. Jesus Christ is risen from the grave. We have to come out of our hiding and be able to profess Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Fear. (laughs) You know, there's... They are... There are people that are just simply so consumed by this world that they can't see the light of the world. They are so afraid of what might happen if they looked into the light of the world. Or look to Him. This morning, in closing, I'm asked that everyone would stand. Chris and Courtney is going to come in for us and sing for us in a moment. the disciples were behind closed doors because they feared for their lives because of the Jewish leaders because of the Roman government because of the possible possibility of the loss of life and the one that gives life showed up in the midst Showed up right where they were. For us today, this world that we live in, it's a dark and evil world. And we could, we can, and some are, shut up because of the fear of the evil in this world. But some have turned their backs on the light of the world because they're ashamed of Him. Or because they're afraid that He wants them to do something that they're not going to be comfortable with. The light of the world will not show up in your life. And not give you everything that you need to accomplish what He has called you to accomplish. just are you going to be willing are you going to be willing to walk that walk so with every head bowed and every eye closed I'm going to open up the altar for you this morning because see I know that there's darkness in this world I know that there's fear in this world And I imagine that fear has someone's life in this church right now that is gripped by the fear. By the fear of what their friends are going to say if they accept Christ as their Savior. By the fear of what this world's going to do or where this world is headed. Resurrection Sunday light of the world. light of the world that enters into your life. light of the world that gives you life. The light of the world that gives you hope. That gives you joy. That gives you peace. The light of the world that sustains you. As they sing this song this morning, again, the altar is open. I invite you to come and to receive the light of the world. To receive the hope, the joy, the peace. He's the only one that can give it to you.
1: to shake, the stone was rolled away, his perfect love could not be overcome, now death where is your sting, our resurrected king has rendered you defeated forever. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> To shake, the stone was rolled away. This perfect love could not be overcome. And now death, where is your sting? Our resurrected King has rendered you defeat. We sing hallelujah. We sing hallelujah. We sing hallelujah. The lamb is overcome.
0: Let us sing with them. We sing hallelujah.
1: We sing hallelujah. We sing hallelujah, we sing hallelujah, the Lamb is overcome.
0: Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, dear Lord, so much for this day that you have given to us. God, we thank you for the words that you have given to us through this message. And God, I pray, dear Lord, that you will continue to guide and direct us. In Jesus' name, amen. I would ask that you would take your communion cup. On that wonderful day, whenever Jesus stood there, whenever Jesus had that dinner with His disciples, Jesus took the bread. It's on the bottom. Jesus took the bread and he broke it and he blessed it. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much, dear Lord, for this day and for this time. God as this represents the body of our Lord and Savior that was broken and beaten for us and they ate then on that last meal Jesus goes over to Elijah's place and he picks up that cup because Elijah had already come because the Messiah was there and he took that cup And he said, this represents my blood that is shed for you. That will be poured out for you. I make a new covenant with you. And then he blessed it. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this. God, we thank you for the blood that was shed for us. Your son, Jesus Christ, and how he died on the cross to save us from our sins. But he rose again on the third day. And God, we thank you and we praise you for that. And then they drink it. He said, do this in remembrance of me. For Friday, he died on the cross. But today, he is risen. And he is risen indeed. And he reigns over us and in our hearts. Let us celebrate that day today. Let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for the day. God, I thank you for each one that has made their way here. God, I pray that your face would shine upon them and that your blessings from heaven will be poured out upon their lives. In Jesus' name, amen.